You're listening to Wikisleep Podcast, a podcast designed to help you relax and unwind through calm, quiet storytelling. I'm your host, Adrian Sala. As ever, I'd like to begin by taking a few slow, deep breaths. But I know not everyone wants to do this part. If you'd rather jump straight to the story, just skip ahead about 90 seconds. But remember, deep breathing has an amazing calming effect, helping reduce stress and anxiety, and allowing you to relax a little. To do this, simply breathe out all the way, emptying your lungs and abdomen completely. Then, at your own pace, breathe in slowly and fully, filling all the way back up again. At the top of your breath, pause for a moment before breathing out slowly and emptying again completely. Pause briefly at the bottom, then repeat the process as many times as you like, as often as you like. Deep breathing is a great way to get grounded, whether you're at work, in a stressful situation, or just settling down to listen to a podcast like this. Today's story is about Helen of Troy, who had a face that launched a thousand ships and was the cause of Homer's Trojan War in the Iliad. Helen was the daughter of Tyndarus of Argos, one of the horde of kinglets who shared the Greek archipelago. By the time Helen reached young womanhood, she was the wonder of all Greece. She was tall, slender, and red-haired. Her wit and her subtle magnetism vied with her good looks, and suitors from one end of the archipelago to the other visited the palace of Tyndarus to pay court to the Wonder Girl. They were a goodly throng, these suitors, kings one and all, even though most of their kingdoms were small. Among these suitors was Ulysses, craftiest of the Greeks, a short-legged man with the upper body of a giant. Agamemnon, overlord of all Greece, king of Mycenae, a hot-tempered, long-winded leader. Menelaus of Sparta, Agamemnon's brother, an honest, but not over-bright, kind-hearted man 
Nestor, the wisest of men, yet old enough to have known better than to come according, for already his hair and beard were white. The two Ajaxes, thick heads both, and Achilles, the fiery demigod and hero. Now, in that benighted age, kings had a way of gratifying personal grudges by declaring war on their fellow sovereigns. Helen's father, Tyndarus, was a shrewd fellow, though. He was fond of his glorious daughter, and he wanted to save her and her future husband from possible misfortune. So before he allowed Helen to make her choice, he bound each of all the suitors to the following solemn oath. That they would not only abide peacefully by Helen's decision, but would pledge themselves to fight to the death on behalf of the contest's winner. If, at any time in the future, his domestic peace should be threatened or his wife stolen from him. This pledge was not as fanciful as it may seem. Tyndarus was not only preventing civil war in Greece, he was making it dangerous for any outsider to try to win Helen. Such a wooer would find himself at odds with practically every country in the whole archipelago. He was assuring his daughter as far as was humanly possible, a safe marriage. All the royal suitors, being very much in love, were in a condition to promise anything. They bound themselves right willingly to the oath Tyndarus exacted, even Nestor, who was old and wise enough to have known better. The oath being taken, Helen's choice was made known. And out of the ruck of greater and richer and handsomer men, she chose the plodding Menelaus, king of Sparta.